Hello there, Richard Rose speaking. Welcome to another podcast. The song you just heard is Running Wild, as rendered by the great Duke Ellington Band on a 1930 recording. It's the theme song of my podcast, Running Wild with Richard. As an award-winning author, I've let my imagination run wild to create the plots of my short stories, novels, and screenplays. This podcast is a phone conversation I had recently with Lou Rugani, who was taking calls during his weekday radio program on WLIP-AM out of Kenosha, Wisconsin. The station serves the Chicago-Milwaukee metropolitan region along the west shore of Lake Michigan. Lou is a man for all seasons who's let his imagination run wild for many years as an accomplished broadcaster, musician, vocalist, actor, and raconteur, and I may add, a special friend. Among the many things we discussed was the Green Mill, a legendary jazz club located on Chicago's north side where it's resided for almost 100 years. Among the many celebrities who hung out there was none other than Al Capone. (laughs) It was his favorite jazz haunt. Prior to COVID, which closed most of the restaurants and clubs in Chicago, jazz groups performed there every night. And Lou was the MC of a big swing band that kept the dance floor active with jitterbugs on Thursday nights. Hopefully the Green Mill will open to jitterbugs and jazz buffs again soon. Here is our phone conversation, which I think you'll enjoy. Hey, let's take some calls. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Lewis, Richard Rose calling from my lake home in, in uh, Warsaw, Indiana. I'm from Chicago, of course, as you know. But I wonder if... Warsaw, is that why it's Warsaw? Uh, yeah, but there's a lot of uh, Polish people. I guess they settled here some time back. <laughs> it's, it's about 30 miles uh, uh, south, uh, rather west of uh, Fort Wayne. Oh, yeah, Fort Wayne, Indiana. That's, I was there once, and... Isn't that where they made, yeah, they made cars there. They made, um... Studebaker? Huh? Was it the Studebaker? No, that was in South Bend. South Bend, that's right, that's right. I don't know. almost came to Kenosha. We tried to murder, we, American Motors, tried to merge with them, but there was a stubborn guy there, and he said, I want to be president. Oh, I'll take my football and go home. They said, bye. By the way, did you ever hear the old saying, don't let the door hit you on the way out? Have you heard that one? I have heard that, yes. What do people care? Why should we care if you're trying to throw somebody away from you, get them out of here? Why do you care if the door hits them? Is that the humanity within all of us or something? It could be. Or maybe we're afraid of, you know, insurance claims, I don't know. Well, I was trying to leave, but the door hit me. I don't get it. I never understood that. It hit you in the way in as well, as far as that goes. <laughs> trying to keep you out. Anyway, we haven't talked for... Well, I guess it was uh, before the, the COVID, as a matter of fact, that we were talking at the time about my latest uh, screenplay novel, Comic Crusaders, but I wanted to, to, to chat a little bit today because I, we, we do have something in common, uh, just one thing. You're, of course, a broadcaster, an actor, and a raconteur. Uh, I have one thing in common. I was also, and to some extent, an announcer. I do podcasts, but I, I, I did uh, announcing on radio for many years, and television uh, as a uh, covering the market reports. In fact, I did the first and was involved in the first live television coverage of the stock market uh, in 1966. So I guess we made um, market uh, 
uh, media history in a sense. It was Bob Nussbaum when we were working for Beijing Company as financial advisors. Oh, Bish. I remember Bish used to do all the reports on good old WAIT. WAIT, that, that's right. We did two years on television uh, for a couple of years, and then we took our act to WAIT AM, the beautiful music station, as you might remember. Oh, I can't forget him. I listen all the time. Ralph Rowland, you remember him? I do remember him. Yes, yes. In fact, I think we followed Ralph. I'm not sure. He was, might have been on there first. Yeah, right. Ralph was, I think, the program director there. Oh, no, he was the director. That's right. That's right. I've, I've, you know, it's been a few years. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going back. But, yeah, I had it on all the time. I had a great signal, unfortunately, for them. They were only daytime. That's right. Shut off at twilight. That's right, at twilight. Well, we did uh, we did uh, 11 spot market, uh, no, nine spot market reports during the day, three minutes, and then two minutes uh, for the 6 uh, p.m., and I think they did the 10 p.m. wrap at any event. We were busy, but before that, we did two years on WFLD-TV, that was Fox 32 now, uh, started in 1966 and went on in 1967, and we did 15 minutes uh, in about 2 p.m. in the afternoon, and uh, then we did a couple of wraps for the, uh, for the uh, 6 p.m. and 10 p.m. Uh, news, and as, as a matter of fact, um, there was a... Uh, a local Emmy that uh, WFLD, which was an independent, won. Uh, we were a part of that. Uh, you said that you did raps. I didn't know they played that kind of music back in the 60s. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Okay, okay. I knew you'd get a joke in or two. <laughs> well, that's right. uh, what do you all do? That stands for field, field communications. I don't know what it was. It was independent at the time before Fox took over. He, he, <laughs> yeah, he, he was a, 
Even the Lampoon, I guess, the horror movies of the 30s yeah. and 40s. Remember yeah, Jerry G. Bishop. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. <laughs> and then uh, Rich Cause came along later. Uh, Sven Gould, yeah, they had, um, that was kind of a B-movie, like I said, Screaming Yellow Theater. Yeah. Jerry G. Bishop, what happened to Jerry? I have no idea. No, well, he died uh, seven years ago. Well, anyway, I wanted to check in with you, see if you're okay after... You know what's going on with the COVID and the riots and all of that, and you're saying I'm hopefully. Glad you did. Hopefully. Well, listen, the, um, you got some screenplays out there, don't you? Well, what just happened? Because I've uh, had novels, most of them uh, mystery thrillers. Uh, the last one I did was uh, Comic Crusaders, but that was a screenplay novel that Savant Books and Publications uh, published. It's a new genre where you open the book and you read a screenplay, and that screenplay, that screenplay which my brother and I wrote years ago, and then it became this, this novel, basically, uh, it was just optioned by an independent producer. Uh, they're going to do a graphic comic and uh, a, a movie. So that's just, that just happened, and, uh, uh, and that hopefully is moving forward right now. Is it animated, the movie, or what? Well, there, there are several options that the producer... Is, going to, is considering it could be animation, it could be a combination of live action and computer graphic imagery, and they're considering either uh, for television as a series or a movie. So all of this is up in the air right now, but they're they're moving ahead with it, and they've got seed money to to uh, to go ahead with it. How about uh, the Green Mill? You got any scenes set in there? <laughs> as a matter of fact, in in the, in the, in the uh, in another novel I wrote, uh, The Gumshoe, which takes place in, in Chicago in 1947, there is a scene that takes place in the Green Mill, <laughs> which has been around, it's great. which has been around, of course, since the, what, the 20s or 30s? The Green Mill is kind of open again with all this COVID stuff. They have the patio outside. I'm glad it's a nice weekend. Oh, they are open. And they shot 40 movies in the Green Mill. One of them, well, one of them, one of the first ones that I can recall is Thief with uh, Jimmy Kahn. And Tuesday will. No, no kidding. I don't recall that one. That was great. Yeah, of course, Al Capone was... One of my favorites. Al Capone was involved there for, uh... Didn't he... Yeah, long story. Yeah. Long story. <laughs> That's a long story. Yeah, hang on. Well, you believe it or not, up here in, the, in this Indiana Lakes area, it has a big history of gangsterism being involved in the area. But they came up here to get away from Chicago. Capone is a place called the... Uh, Barbie Hotel, the Barbie chains, and they got pictures on the wall over there, ones of Capone, he took over the place for a whole weekend, moved in his entourage, there's one up there of John Dillinger, <laughs> and he hung out there too, and there's, uh, there's one of, of Clark Gable and Carol Lombard, because Carol Lombard was from Fort Wayne, and they would uh, sneak over there once in a while. Uh, just to get away from the public. So, uh, yeah, that, yeah, I was all mobbed up. I remember all the stories. There was great stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, great to read about. Let's put it that way. Well, it's, and oh, there's, there's, there's this uh, also occurrence of John. Of course, John Dillinger, you know, broke out of uh, the Crown Point jail where, you know, with a gun he whittled out of uh, wood and he colored it till it was painted it with shoe polish. But also, Warsaw, Indiana has an incident they'll never live down. Dillinger was. Uh, <laughs> had robbed the bank over in Peru, right down the road, moved into Warsaw, and they needed some ammunition and guns, so they walked into the police station and, and helped themselves. 
Well, the policemen had their hands uh, up above their heads. <laughs> they never lived that down. <laughs> well, we got some uh, Dillinger activity here in Kenosha. The First National Bank, he walked in, he looked around, he walked back out again. He said, I can't hold this place up. There's no way to get out of it. So that's what we seen. He held up the, uh, oh, I forget what it's called, the community bank or something. It's still there. <laughs> they use it in a Dillinger picture, but it's been all modified and modernized. Uh, and it's so good. Well, he used to go in a bank and say, I'd like to make a withdrawal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, withdrawal, yeah, yeah, uh, Johnny Depp played him, and he came to the Green Mill 11 years ago, and that was partially shot there, too. Yeah, yeah. And at the Aragon Ballroom, where he meets his girlfriend, Bonnie Frechette. Uh -huh. Bonnie has family here in Kenosha to this day. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Story, the villager had a very important presence. Yes, he, he had a... It sounds like I'm bragging. I'm not. I'm, an, I'm ashamed to say so. <laughs> Capone. Everybody thinks Capone was here. Capone wasn't. It was Dillinger that had the presence. He did. He had, he, had, he, he had this, this sardonic smile. There's a picture of I've seen with him. It's his arm around the warden of the Crown Point Jail. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. seen that one? Right. Yeah, I remember that. That was in the... Uh, that was portrayed by Johnny Depp in the picture. Oh, really? Oh, didn't know that. Guys. Uh, 2009, 2009, yeah, that's when it was. Warren Oates did one, too, called Dillinger. He was pretty good at it. That was a good oh, yeah. yeah. funny one. Yeah. Now, Warren Oates, so Warren died young. That was back in the 60s. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. done pretty well. Um, they were shooting in the Aragon Ballroom. A lot of the dancers you see there are Green Mill people. Yeah, well, they were... Being extras. And they, they're, yeah, the people who show up to dance are good. Yeah, of course, yeah, right, you, right. you know that, you, you, you're the announcer there. And Alan Grissick was there, too, and he walked into the set while they were shooting. And, the, you know, Alan from the band leader from the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the director goes, cut! Who are, who are you? Alan <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching the stuff. You can't, we're, we're shooting a movie here. Okay, sorry. And they had to restart everything, but it was kind of neat. That was, gee, 11 years ago. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, thank you, Richard. Well, thank you for the time, uh, but we're talking soon. Stay, stay safe, stay well. Well, for now, I hope you enjoyed our conversation. It was a heck of a lot of fun. And if you'd like to check out my other blogs and podcasts, well, go to my website, www.richardroseauthor.com. Have a great day. And remember, to let your imagination run wild!